You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. They were like, no, we saw this show. You would be perfect for it. Andy Blankenbuehler was a good friend of theirs that they grew up dancing with professionally when they were in New York. And they were like, you need to go. And I was like, I don't want to do musical theater. Those people are crazy. Are you kidding me? You know, like they're crazy. But then... Long story short, I went to the audition. I'm one of those people where no matter what, if I'm in the room, I'm going to be present. I'm going to do my best, you know, put my best foot forward. And they took a chance on me. And I'm so grateful for them for that. Hey, what's going on? It's me, Roscoe, founder and host of Built for the Stage, an online training program that helps actors to train like athletes. Actors are athletes, so you should be training like one. If you want to go try a free trial on the website, go to builtforthestage.com. Try out a free trial, no catch, no gimmicks, just a week of seeing what it's all about to work with a coach to help you accomplish any goals that you might have. Um, If you like the podcast, please rate, subscribe, leave a comment, and uh, we greatly appreciate that. Once again, Built for the Stage is a part of the Broadway Podcast Network. You can check out Broadway Podcast Network on bpn.fm on your web browser. All right. Special guest as always. Uh, Our guest today made her Broadway debut in Bring It On, which is a part of our series fitness on the Broadway stage. This is Shanika Gooden. Hi, Shanika. Thanks for joining us. Hello. Hello. Thanks for having me. I'm excited. Yes, as are we. Um, Just chatting over here through a video conference call. Uh, I I was telling Shanika before we started, it's like we are getting coffee and just chatting. I have my coffee over here in in my little little house. So um, (laughs) you were kind enough to visit us in the morning. So really appreciate that. I got my water. I'm all, I'm all healed up with meat for me and my little baby that's growing inside of my belly. Oh my, well, hello. There's a <laughs> surprise topic for me in this, uh, in this podcast. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. As I was doing my prep work for this interview, that was not one of the things that I, that I came across. So that's amazing. Yeah, it's fairly new. I'm, I'm four months, a uh, little quarantine baby, but we're excited. Oh, brings a little joy in this moment, you know. <laughs> I'm sure a Broadway mom in our midst, amazing. Yeah. Um, 
All right, well, let's jump into it and just kind of revisit some memories you have uh, from Bring It On, uh, your Broadway debut. Um, the reason we have it is, uh, as one of the shows, is pretty obvious for the uh, athleticism required um, on the stage during this show. Uh, I was revisiting some of the videos that are online, and it's uh, it's really fun to watch. So, yeah, how how tell us about booking it? Tell us about what that process was like to uh, to make your debut. Well, what's interesting about that journey for me is uh, I didn't want to do musical theater. <laughs> I went to Point Park University in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Um, I had a BFA in dance from there. And I grew up singing. I went to performing arts high school. So I did sing, but I was known. If you ever been to a performing arts high school, it's always like, if you're known as the dancer, you are the dancer. You know, if you're known as a singer, so on and so forth, that's kind of the lane that you focus in on. So I didn't really focus in on that lane, but my dance teachers from back home, when I graduated from school, they knew I wanted to work immediately. And they had seen Bring It On at the Alliance Theater. And at the time, certain companies that I wanted to be a part of, they weren't hiring because with concert dance, there's no contract, you know, obviously there's no job. And then some of the other ones, I got so nervous that I just kind of like bombed them. Sounds like, oh my goodness. But my agents from uh, that I gotten at the, at the time were in Atlanta. I'm originally from Atlanta, Georgia. And so I just like was like, okay, I'm going to go home. I'm going to do I'm work there and then I'm going to move to New York. But they were like, no, we saw this show. You would be perfect for it. Andy Blankenbuehler was a good friend of theirs that they grew up dancing with professionally when they were in New York. And they were like, you need to go. And I was like, I don't want to do musical theater. Those people are crazy. Are you kidding me? They're, you know, like they're crazy. But then long story short, I went to the audition. I'm one of those people where no matter what, if I'm in the room, I'm going to be present. I'm going to do my best, you know, put my best foot forward. And they took a chance on me. And I'm so grateful for them for that. And I've, you know, had a consistent relationship with that same team for quite some time now within my career. And the very people that I thought I wasn't going to enjoy being around ended up being my people. Like, I really love musical theater people. I enjoyed doing all three things at one time. And when we came to Broadway... You know, I thought I was like, that was going to be my first show. It was going to be the show that brought me to New York. I got my money and then I was going to go audition for Ailey or, you know, some other concert dance company. But, you know, I always say God had other plans. It's so funny. We try to tell him what we're going to do, but he had other plans. And here I am, what, nine years later. And, you know, I've had this beautiful Broadway career. And I'm very happy that, you know, I opened myself up to that. And open up myself up to that community because they were the people that I needed. They opened my spirit up. They reminded me why I love to dance, why I love to perform, and to remember to just have fun doing what we do. So I'm very grateful that, you know, I turned the corner and came to the dark side. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for someone who didn't want to be in musical theater, you're now uh, four shows in as far as uh, Broadway shows on your resume, um, Cinderella, Hamilton, and Cats. Uh, so, wow. I want to rewind. I have I wrote out three little bullet points from things you said. I like as a coach and as this being a fitness podcast or just a wellness podcast, we like to parallel things a lot in a uh, a lifetime or a career in parallel to a fitness journey. And one of the things 
the first thing you had said was that you had bombed some early auditions. Um, what was that like to have maybe not done as well as you thought that you could have, and then still having the the courage to go at it again and, and try again? How, how, how did that all come about? Well, you know, what's so funny is when I say like, even when I say bomb them, I'm saying like, I would get like so close to, so even in concert dance, they do cuts too. They do their version of what we have with cuts with uh, music theater. And I would get so close to the end that it would feel so real to me that the realness of it is what would like, you know, make me so nervous. And nowadays, um, what I learned from that, from those nerves is that I was like, it can be so debilitating. You know what I mean? And I, I promised myself from after that moment that I would no longer let, you know, nerves be debilitating and keep me, you know, from reaching the goal. But nerves are good, right? They mean that you, that you care about what it is that you're doing. They mean that this thing is important to you. So I started to try to like switch my mindset um, from thinking of nerves as something like negative and just really finding spiritual tools to release myself out of that so that I, I can have the fullness of every experience that presents itself, whether I get the job or I don't. But, you know, when you come into this business, um, even even training, because I competed from age six all the way to 18 in dance. So I was used to, you know, having victories, but also having rejection. And also, you know, maybe not necessarily winning first place, but winning second or third place, you know. So I was accustomed to that part of it. Of course, it becomes a lot different when it's now you're making money for it as opposed to it, you know, being necessarily a hobby. So that part was very real to me. Um, but it comes with the territory. And as you, I, I always tell my students and people that I mentor that the same way that you learn and you train within your, discipline within your craft, you also have to learn how to audition. You also have to learn how, what's going to be your tool, what's going to be the thing you do to prepare your mind, your body, and your spirit to walk into that audition room. And so it, it had to become a learning experience for me of how to deal with those nerves and that adrenaline so that I can, you know, sort of move forward into doing what it is that I need, that I need to do. Cause I knew that I could be successful. I knew that I was good at what I do. And I didn't want that to be the reason that kept me from, you know, achieving the goal. Love it. Love it. Love it. The second thing I had was you said, when I, no matter what I'm doing, when I come into the room, I'm present and I'm, I'm, you know, giving it my all I'm present. Um, and I just wanted to highlight that to everyone out there is, with your training as well with fitness. I think a lot of the time uh, our clients at Bill for the Stage can get uh, caught up in like checking phones or playing with music or, you know, and I just wanted to highlight what you said and to reiterate that to the listeners that no matter what you're doing to uh, be where you are and be where you are in the fullest uh, capacity that you have available. Um, I know myself, I'm guilty of, of most of the time for me, my wife will say that it's like, instead of, relaxing when I should be relaxing. I'm trying to work still. Um, so it might mm -hmm. be the op opposite effect for me, but um, just everyone out there. Uh, I loved what Shanika said about just, she shows up and like, she is there. So keep that going. Um, the last thing that I want you to talk about a bit more is 
when you said musical theater people or the scene was like initially you you thought it wasn't your vibe like it wasn't what you were all about and then you had said uh previously that you just opened yourself up you opened yourself up and you allowed uh the environment to um invite itself in and from there you realize they were your people or they they were for you and um i love that on a fitness sense too because so many times it's like Oh, that's, you know, working out, it's not for me or eating mm-hmm. this way isn't mm-hmm. for me yeah. or whatever. But if, you know, sometimes you just need to open the door and, um, yeah, tell, tell me about, you know, maybe when you did your first musical theater gig and you started meeting more musical theater artists, like some of your friends that you acquired through this, uh, great experience. Okay. Round two, name something that's not boring. Laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, prohibited by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Well, I really, the one of the my fondest memories at Bring It On is I'm warming up. And anybody that knows me knows that I take warm up very seriously, okay? <laughs> it is my moment to center myself. It's like the only moment you have to yourself before you hit the stage and you're like sharing you with the audience and with the cast. And I'm, you know, warming up and, and I'm like, so I'm this concert dancer. I've been training for this for four years, you know. And Michael Midland comes up to me and he says, you know, you don't have to take yourself so serious. And that stuck with me for so long because I don't know what it was, but when he said it, it's just like something clicked on. Something clicked on. And I really think that it was that moment that opened me up the most, you know, to the experience that opened me up to these people, this community. And what it was that I was doing, you know, just being like, oh, yeah, that's right. I'm, I should be having fun doing this. Like, I get to do musical theater for a living? Like, what? You get to sing and dance and make money doing this thing for a living? Like, what? 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 what, what is that? What is life right now? You know, <laughs> and sometimes you forget that it's the one in a million chance. You know, there's not you don't meet people every day just on the street that you can say, like, oh, yeah, this is a thing I do. And then you're going to meet 10 other people that do this thing. No, that's not real. And I think sometimes we forget that part, you know, just how how much of a blessing and a privilege and an honor that that really is. So like in in that moment, I I think is when it all like super clicked for me when he said, you know, that part of it, just being like, don't take yourself so serious. And then I meet all these people and it's not that they don't take their craft seriously because they do. You know, they really, really do. And they train hard and they work hard, you know, 
what we do is not easy. It is much like training, fitness training. It really, really is. And, you know, mentally and physically, but they have so much fun doing what it is that they do. You know what I mean? And, and that is contagious. You almost can't help but to kind of go with the flow of, of what that environment is bringing you, you know, to mm. get the fullness. I hope I answered your question. No, that was good. I that was great. Like think of that when, you know, when Michael said that to me, because it's just stuck with me my entire career to remind yeah. myself to enjoy this journey, you know? Yeah, no, it's perfect. Um, you know, two things you just said in what we say at Bill for the Stage about actors or athletes. One is that if you are athletes and if you're a pro athlete, um, which many are professional actors out there, but if you want to say the top is the top as far as Broadway goes, um, there's just as little Broadway performers as there are, let's say, you know, players in the uh, WNBA, the NBA, yeah. things like that. It's 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 the... It's not even that it's the best of the best, but there's also like um, luck and, and other, other, yeah, destiny, other circumstances yeah. for sure. So if you're not doing your, uh, your best out there, as far as really training to, to be your best, then you're kind of underselling how difficult this career is. Um, the other thing that uh, you had said about uh, athletes and just your training as a, a musical theater performer um, was that taking yourself seriously in the sense of your craft, but what that person said to you about don't take yourself seriously is that it's still in sports, it's still a game or in musical theater, it's still playing. So we still have to take root in that playfulness of like the amazing opportunity to perform. So I love what you shared there. Um, take us into the room a bit with Bring It On when you were rehearsing it, some of the physical things that you had to do as an ensemble um, to kind of just recreate a real life cheerleader on the stage. Oh, my gosh. I mean, first of all, shout out to our cheerleaders. OK, <laughs> the, I don't know if people realize like these were like the top of the line, all star cheerleader, college champion cheerleaders, division one school cheerleaders that we had on the stage with us. And we learned so much from them. You know, I don't think I, I anybody that came to see the show, no one expected to see what the high stunting, high level stunting that we were doing. No one expected to see the athleticism. No one expected to see, you know, the real tumbling passes with like what you would see on ESPN. So we coming into that room and realizing that I wasn't just going to be doing like some playtime. Yay. You know, with a cute little skirt and that I was going to have to lift people and like build muscle and <laughs> really learn like proper, you know, stunting technique blew my mind. We had to learn how to actually face the stunts. We also, I covered two of the principal roles, uh, Danielle and Nautica. So I also had to learn to fly. <laughs> I also had to learn to fly, which is so funny because I, I think I went to cheer camp maybe like one summer when I was like a little girl and I learned some flying quote unquote there, but not the level of what we were going to be having to do, you know, full basket toss. Here. So it was just, it was, it was a lot, but I will tell you, that's like the best body I've ever had. Like my body was so, 
snatched, so ripped, so cut. Like I look at pictures from that time. I'm like, oh my goodness, our bodies were, we looked, we looked great because we were really, really doing a workout eight times a week. That's the thing. When you really think about it, we were legitimately working out on stage eight times a week. Um, yeah, it, it, it was crazy. And we did, we did um, cheer call every day before the show. We always had a cheer call. So not only were you stunting in the show, but you were also stunting before the show to make sure, you know, that just to touch bases with everybody and make sure that everybody was on the same page, everybody, you know, that the strength was there. But yeah, it, it was, we really went through like a boot camp of a sort while also learning the show. Wow. During the rehearsal process, did you, or did you see anyone kind of have a hold your breath moment of like, a, oh, is this stunt going to go right? Or <laughs> is someone going to fall or... Uh, oh, yeah. I think that that comes with the territory of cheerleading, you know, because, you know, we also because we wanted to, I think because the goal of even the creative team was to really see, like, how far can we push this? You know, how how, you know, much of a spectacle can we do this while really telling the true story of what these people do? So, you know, we also creating stunts in that moment, too. So. And they and I'm I'm surprised that they even trusted us, the people that weren't chilling to do it. But I guess you had enough pros in the room to, you know, kind of make it happen. But nobody never let anybody hit the floor. You know, if you are if you come from cheer world or if you know anything about cheer world, that's number one. You do not let anyone hit the floor. So no one never hit the floor. But naturally, those of us that don't ne that didn't necessarily grow up in that world, we're naturally going to go oh, if we even see one thing seem, you know, <laughs> different. But, you know, you try to remain calm as much as possible because you also don't want to have that type of tension in the room when you're trying to make something happen. Um, there was a lot of discipline involved. They really taught us discipline and, you know, laid out the, you know, kind of unspoken rules of cheerleading as we went through that process. We had really great leadership when it came to, to that. So, yeah. Oh, I love that. I, I watched cheer on Netflix a few oh, months ago. I love that, that was, show. <laughs> that was, that was insane. That was crazy. It's real uh, life though. It's so real. It's so real. Not only is cheerleading a sport, but I think it should be like categorized with like the X games with like those crazy snowboarding skateboard. Yes. The, just the element of just, and almost insanity of like the flyers of just how many flips and turns and all this. I mean, oh, the whole man. thing that I think about when I was watching it is like, who was crazy enough to try this stuff first? That's like <laughs> what always goes in my mind because now, you know, we built like techniques and ways to teach it and things like that. But somebody had to get out there and put somebody on their hands and just like flip them upside down and see what happens. Somebody had to be the first to try it. So I always wonder that part. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Oh my goodness. So, oh, I I wish I could have seen this live. It's it's oh. uh it's so awesome to talk to you about it. I appreciate you just giving us a little behind the scenes look about what it was like to create the show. It's um, such a good show. Like I really wish it had even more of a life. And even when I meet like other high schoolers that get to do it or colleges that get to do it, Everybody talks about, you know, like what it really, you know, how inspiring it actually really is to them in bringing the cast together. I, I, I really enjoyed that show. It's very special to me as far as my career journey goes. 
Amazing. Well, you just had a show that you were in Hamilton. They did a little live recording of uh, on Disney Plus. Maybe we can do a revival of Bring It On. You can come back and be featured in the show, and we can record it live. Is how's that sound? <laughs> oh my gosh, that would be great. I think people really enjoy it. I think that's a great I'm, idea. You should. Pitch I'm gonna. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna write a letter to whoever needs the letter. I'm gonna write that letter and send it. <laughs> you should. People would. I really think people would enjoy it. Like it. It really is a incredible show. It, it really, really is. Amazing. Okay, Shanika, that's going to do it for us today. Thank you so much for your time and just, you know, just giving us your time. I appreciate it. And best wishes to uh, your little one in there four months into the work. So that's yeah. amazing. Congrats, congrats again. Thank you. Thank you. I'm actually about to go jump into a fitness class myself. <laughs> that's right. That's, okay. You go, you go get it done. You get it done. Um, appreciate you. Thank you. Thank you for inviting me. I appreciate it. All right, everyone, that's going to do it with Shanika Gooden. She just let us know all the fun stuff about Bring It On. Thanks again for following along our journey with this series, Fitness on the Broadway Stage. It's me, Roscoe, from Built for the Stage. Give us a follow on the Insta at Built for the Stage. Don't forget about Broadway Podcast Network, bpn.fm. And Shanika has a really cool Instagram. She's like, Madonna or Beyonce. Her her uh her Instagram handle is just Shanika. That's it. S-H-O-N-I-C-A. It's like literally, it'd be like my first name's Joe. It'd be like me having an Instagram handle, Joe, like the one and only. So Yeah, I like to keep it simple. I like to, you know, just keep it simple, nothing fancy. This is me, Georgia Peach, you know. I, I love it. So give her a follow as well. Um, yeah, rate, subscribe, comment on the podcast if you like it. And until next time, we'll see you again later. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theater Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theater professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater Directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E.org because only together we rise. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.